0: telling me. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Is this a good distance? All right. Did, how seriously did you consider not playing anymore, and was that something that you really thought about a lot? Yeah, I think that um, at the end of the season, you kind of wait for, you know, your body to get healthy, one, and you to kind of step back because, you know, it's a long season especially for older guys, it really starts to wear on your body a little bit more. Um, You know, I don't want to – it was very, very clear that I wanted to keep playing um, at the point when I decided to do that. So um, I don't think – I don't know what it's going to be like when I ultimately make the decision not to keep playing. Um, But, you know, I got a pretty good word of advice from a good friend of mine that – Said when in doubt, don't, so uh, I'm going to stick to that. What kind of things do you weigh in those moments when you're pondering what what to do? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, you know, all the reasons to keep playing are still there. You know, you you, you love playing the game. You love being around the guys. Um, You you know, you love, um, you know, competing, um, you know, battling together um, with people you care about. Um, All that stuff is still very strong in your mind. You know, and then as you get older, little other things peak up. Um, so you know, I just think that at this point, I, there's still too many positives, not enough negatives to uh, to really uh, seriously, um, you know, step away from the game. Same approach to this season? I <laughs> mean, like you have going to the last year, saying yeah. this is the last one. You'll wait until next off. Again, I don't, I don't want to, you know, harp too much on this. I think that obviously. The only reason we're addressing this is because it's like an article released, but I've been in the same mindset for the last two or three years, um, and I think that most older guys are in the same mindset. Um, and it's not that, you know, you're, it's like a 50-50 way. It's just, you know, there's times, especially during a season, uh, where you're banged up. You know, was, last year I played through, you know, a grade 2 MCL sprain, a broken foot, a, you know, uh, I got other nagging things that have been building on me. I had a torn elbow at one point. I had a brace on the entire left side of my body, and that starts to bother you a little bit. Um, so, uh, but that's why you know I think that most of the older guys, especially talking to them and uh, gaining their advice, is you know really take you know time after the season to you know step back, re- recover, and uh, you get a much more uh, you know clarity of mind. Talk to my wife, figure out where we're at, and you know obviously. Like I said, it was very much always um, still continuing to play. It's just now there's more little things in there that factor in. Did you need, oh, surgery? Oh. Did you need surgery this offseason? No, no surgery. No. Just in your healed now? Uh, yeah. As what as I'm going to get. Uh-huh. On the topic of older players, this team has invested in a lot of older players, this all season, yourself included, yeah. players 30 and over. What's the benefit of that, A, and, and B, what does that say about kind of the window of this team right now? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we've invested a little bit in some older guys, but we also have a, you know, we have a wealth of some young talent on the team, in particular, at the quarterback position. Um, you know, I think it really takes a good balance of having older guys and younger guys, I and mean, we're probably going to pick some more guys up here in a few weeks that'll balance out the younger portion of the roster Um, and I think it just leads to a better balance overall for your team Uh, you know obviously young guys come in they're excited to play in the NFL they have a youthful enthusiasm uh, that's infectious and sometimes uh, the older guys kind of got to guide that in the right direction and um, you know figure out uh, you know how to you know get the best out of those guys and um, and I think that the teams that I've been on that have had a good balance of older guys and younger guys generally tend to uh, perform the best. You had all three of those injuries this, this past season, the the elbow, the grade two and broken foot. Mm -hmm. What, I mean, nobody in this room has been mostly has been able to experience, you know, would understand what that's like. I mean, what's that like going through a season like that? Um, Well, I mean, that's every season, you know, I think, I mean, maybe not this, maybe not all three all at the same time, but you know, you have dings and bruises every single year. Um, it's just, you know, as you get older, you have more nagging ones, especially. And, uh, you know, you know pain isn't necessarily a fun thing to endure. Uh, luckily, they'll give, you know, we, we can still get some anti-inflammatories on game day. And um, you can kind of push through a lot of that stuff. <clears throat> but, um, you know, it's everybody's different. Everybody has, you know, what they're willing to, to do and, and go through. And, I mean, that's just part of this game, you know everybody out there has been hurt at one point or another and played hurt and as long as you're not you know playing and detrimental to the team uh, and it's not detrimental to your overall health to play with those injuries you usually play with them. The information about sort of life after football with your generation of players there's a lot more uh, information and awareness than maybe there were previously Mm -hmm. how much do you weigh uh, that kind of thing when you're making some of these decisions? I guess you know that's a, a little bit into it, maybe. Um, you know, I think that you know nobody wants to. You know, some guys want to play till the wheels fall off. Some guys, you know, want to play while it, uh, you know, and, and think about life after football. The bottom line is you, you want to do what you're comfortable with and what you're um, happy with, right? And for me, it's a simple, you know, it's cost benefit analysis. How much joy do I get from this game? You know, what's going to happen uh, by continuing to play? Uh Where's my body at? where's uh my mind at all that stuff and um you know, I think that you know there's so many different factors that go into it, but like I said, I think the the biggest thing is just you know I, I know I love doing this I know uh it makes me happy. I know that um that I enjoy being a part of this group and these guys and this team and uh that made that decision. Very, very easy. What do you think you'll do whenever, whenever football's over? What's up? What, what do you think you'll do whenever football's over? I don't know. That's something that obviously, you know, it's a tough question to answer. Um, you think about it more and more, I think the closer you get, the older you get, because you know that that, that uh, time is approaching. Um, and I've weighed a few things, but uh, ultimately, you know, I'm still very much into playing. Don't worry about that when it happens, I guess, a when little bit more. When we when we talked to Carson earlier, he gave us the answer. that We usually hear that today is kind of like the first day of school for you guys getting back in there. I'm mm-hmm. What's the energy like getting back into the world with these guys right now? Yeah first day is always great. You know, I think that, um, you know, we're so used to being around a locker room, being around the guys. You know, in high school and college you do it, you know, your year-round like it. The NFL is obviously a little bit different. You get a three- or four-month hiatus, but um, – you know, I think that that's what everybody loves most about playing this game is, you know, being in the locker room, uh, competing, uh, just being around the team. Um, you know, that atmosphere and everything like that is uh, so inf- so hard to get outside of football. Um, you know, really becomes like your second family, and uh, it was awesome seeing a lot of those guys and catching up on off-season uh, trips and. Uh, where their families are at and things like that. What's the like compared to uh, you know last year at this time when it was like a short turnaround from the parade to back yeah. here. Yeah, definitely had a shorter off season, you know, less time to, you know, recover from everything from the season. Um, you know, I wish we were still in that same position this year, but um, you know, I'll take the extra rest too. Jason having Deshaun and Vinny back, they haven't played yeah. with them before, what do they bring to the locker room? Yeah, I mean I think, you know, right away when, you know, Deshaun wasn't here uh, the Team moved on to, from Deshaun. You, you, you felt his um, the lack of his presence. You know, I think his ability to make big plays, his ability to uh, take the top off a of defense, to uh, make the defense respect his speed, uh, opens up so many other things from the passing game to the running game. Um, so I think you know I can't stress how much we're excited to have him back. And then Vinny, just a great teammate, awesome guy. Um, you know, one of the. Faves since uh, being in Philadelphia. Uh, very infectious personality, charismatic dude. Uh, so I think we're all fired up for FM back as well. Jason, as the leader of the offensive line, how important is it <clears> to <throat> have the whole band back, so to speak? Yeah, I think, you know, as you all know, continuity along the offensive line is huge. You know, you, it's not necessarily a pu- plug and play position. You can't just plug an all pro in there uh, next to two new guys or uh, you know, somebody maybe who's lacking and expect them to perform at the same level. And I think that uh, we're really, really fortunate to have, uh, you know, more than five guys that can get the job done for us. And as we've continued to progress and play next to each other, it's only made all of us better. Were you surprised at all that J.P. decided to come back? Or were you, did you no, come I was ready back? for him to come back. He's, he's, uh, he, he loves this game so much. It's so much a part of who he is as an individual and, and uh, the legacy that he's built. Um, you know he, he's such a competitor when it comes to football. Uh, you know we, we talked, um, especially down the stretch. And it was very evident that uh, I thought he was coming back for at least one more. Speaking of legacy, you're entering your eighth season as a starter here. You you came in as a late round pick in 12. Did you ever envision making it this far and, and being as much of a being as much of a fabric of, of this organization as you have been? Um. Well, I guess I didn't really envision that would have been too far down the line to think about as a as a rookie. Um, you know, I think that really when I first came here, all I was trying to do was make the team. It was a lockout year; we didn't get this whole uh, OSP OTA phase, um, and I was just wanted to be on the roster. And then got really fortunate to be in a good situation here with a uh, a coach that really liked the skill set that I brought to the table, and uh, got the start as a rookie and. After that it's you know just you know one year at a time, how to get better, how to improve. Um, yeah. What was Doug's message what was that message today? Yeah. Um I guess let's see how can I say it and not say exactly Is that giving uh, the actual information? Sure. <laughs> um I think Doug's message is always pretty much exactly the same, which is just getting better each day, um, improving on, you know, where you were before um, in all phases. Um, You know, that's why we're here right now. That's why we put a big emphasis on the offseason program. Some teams don't. We we do. Um, You know, I think that, you know, that's, it's, it's always pretty much the same, maybe a little bit different words, but. He mentioned some changes, though. He's going to take to practices, possibly. They mentioned them at all? No. No. Jason, uh, Jason. does this team have Super Bowls left in it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, obviously, you know, we still got to go out there, get better, come together as a team. We got new pieces that are going to have to, uh, you know, work their way into the offense, work their way into the defense. Um, it it always, you know, takes times like this, training camp, practices. Uh, to see how everything comes together, to see how we can each improve individually and as a unit. Um, but we have the talent. I mean, I think that that's the biggest thing. I think that we have the players uh, to get it done. It's just going to depend on how it all comes together. And, um, you know, if we can do that and we can, um, you know, remain a competitive, hungry group that we have been, um, that will be uh, – we definitely can do that. I mean, Is you could that you're, you're basically an unlikely drop pass away from getting to- – yeah, I would argue maybe a hurt, hurt right guard away from getting back to the NFC championship game. Um, I think that, you know, we were right there, uh, with a lot of injuries. So, you know, I think it's, it's pretty clear that we got a, a good group of guys, good chemistry. Um, you know, and I think that as long as, you know, hopefully we can stay a little bit healthier this year and, um, uh, but you know, we got a good locker room, um, a good culture and, uh, you know, it, it's definitely paid dividends the last two years. Even though we came up a little short last year. So much a more questions. So much conversation about Carson Wentz and his leadership style and leadership ability in this off season. Mm-hmm. Where do you come down on that? Well, I've had no questions. Um, I think that you know Carson's an incredible leader, an incredible competitor. Um, you know, I think that um, you know the talent that he has is incredible to have in and of itself. And when you pair it with the intangibles that he has—the work ethic, uh, the desire, all those things—it's um, infectious for the team. We felt that right away when he came in as a rookie, and you saw it through other through other guys on the field. And uh, we've seen it since he's been here. Um, so I don't think that—I know for a fact that I've had no questions about any of that. Well, with happening going? Uh, you know, you mentioned yeah. the right guard. You know, how uh, how do you feel about Matt Pryor's availability? He has Matt, Matt showed a lot of improvement throughout the season through training camp and, um, you know, into the season. Uh, he's a young guy that we're really excited about, obviously. Uh, a guy like Jordan Mulata, who never played football last year, probably not going to be a guard, probably going to leave him out of tackle. Um, but he's – the improvement he's made has been spectacular as well. Um, you know, we've been fortunate here with Stout, and probably because he's such a – you know, spent such a long time in college being forced to develop young talent. Um, that he's really, really good at uh, developing young guys uh, at this level, and uh, we' we've, we've had pretty much whenever he puts somebody in they seem to get the job done. Obviously, hopefully Brandon can get back as soon as possible because he's an incredible player. Um, but you know I trust I trust, the pre- trust uh, those guys to um, you know make the right decisions and um, you know obviously I, I miss Wiz he's an incredible person, an incredible teammate, incredible player. Um, but, you know, I don't doubt that, you know, we're going to have enough guys to get the job done up front. As your game last right? year was not as effective as it was in 2017. mm mm-hmm. When you look, I don't know how much analysis you've done on last season in your mind, but, I mean, what was the main reason when you look back on it for <coughs> your run game problems? Um, you know, that's that's tough to pinpoint, um, and I don't want to get, you know, too much into uh, maybe the, the personnel of it. But I think that, um, you know, I think we have the guys to get it done. I think we had the guys to get it done last year. And I think it was a lot closer than it, as it could have been last year. Um, I do think that um, the coaches have been hard at work trying to figure out that same question. Um, and I'm sure that uh, we'll be a lot better this upcoming season. Take one more from Zach. And, as far as your off season, what did you learn from that? Uh, from Jarl? How was that trip? And- like? It's incredible. Um, you know, one of the hardest things I've ever done. Uh definitely was way harder than I thought it was gonna be. Probably a little naive uh going into it, but um, you know, it's uh not only is the climb in and of itself a um you know, not a not just a bucket list item, but almost like a uh, you know, life changing thing in, in itself. Uh going to Tanzania and uh, seeing a different way of life and um, some of the things that people endure over there, um, it was an eye-opening experience um, and an incredible trip that uh, I'm really happy that I was a part of. Okay.